0: Junkies, ah yeah, and here we are reviewing. Really, really privileged to have been invited to a preview screening of
1: 1917.
0: 1917, which is Sam Mendes's um, World War One picture um, about really a sort of dramatization, as he himself says, of. Stories. Fragments of stories, is uh, his phrase. His phrase. Well, Fragments think, of stories, he said in an uh, interview, oh, that his he? grandfather has told him that he's uh, obviously embellished and connected himself.
1: Yeah, because before I went to this, that's what everyone was talking about. You know it's Sam Mendes' grandfather's Absolutely. story, but yeah. I think that's...
0: Well, it's really charming the way Mendes says, describes it in an interview. He says he remembers the, mes- the story of a messenger, his grandfather being a messenger in World War One, and he said there were many other parts of the story that he's kind of... You know, left out, and he's added other stories. But he said he was always left with that memory of this messenger running through right. World War One. Which you think, God, yeah, you would as a boy. Yeah. So, because I mean, at I,
1: one point in the film, I did lean over to you and think, Do you think his granddad might have added a bit of cumin yeah, spice to a this A bit story? like my nan
0: did, because my grand, my nan's telling of my granddad's life went from him not ever getting in an airplane to having flown in various <laughs> sort of sorties over Germany to, to yeah. suddenly being stationed out in India. Yeah didn't ever remember that. Dad never had shorts in no, India. No. Um, so I was really excited about this. I think, I can't remember who saw it. I think we all variously saw the trailers. And of course, one of the major um, points about this film is, yes, it's a war film. Yes, it's about World War I. But also a lot of the pre-press and publicity for this film, which comes out in January, actually, um, surrounds the fact that in a, in a sort of uh, an act of sheer cinematic bravura, uh, Mendes and his cinematographer Roger Deakins have attempted to make this film look like a single shot or a single take from beginning to end. The truth of the matter is, it's a series of seven to eight minute chunks where they then find sort of very clever scenic devices where the camera maybe goes through darkness and pans left, they'll cut. But uh, yeah, so it's a series of seven it's And it really is the real time telling of a mission as our two actors, George McKay and Dean Charles Chapman. And we know George McKay, don't we? From Captain, from fantastic. From one Captain of, fantastic, one of fantastic,
1: yeah, is, yeah. As a family, it's right up there. With yeah, one of our top films, isn't it? And, and he's he's quite brilliant
0: in it. Yeah, and I he's didn't realize he was British. Yeah, no, he's British. One well, also the, the weirder part of that is he's, he's done American in Captain Fantastic. He's obviously British in this, but he's just about to come out in the true story of the Kelly Gang, which is the outlaw in Australia. And me and Maddie saw the wow. trailer for it; it looks remarkable. Oh my God. Yeah, and he, so he's an Aussie outlaw in that. So very versatile young actor. But important for Mendes, again, that neither of these actors were well-known because he didn't Mm. want them to carry with them the idea of a star and hustle with all of that, the idea that they might survive. I thought it was important. Yeah, Mm. really important. You're big on casting because I thought what was clever about this was you had some pretty big names in micro parts, didn't you? Yeah,
1: and when we see them pop up, you think, my God, that's the power of a great director that these people just, just want to be. And what's the Scottish guy who was in The Bodyguard?
0: Oh yeah, Richard Richard Madden. Richard Madden, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and
1: you think, yeah, this is the this is the power of actors just wanting to come together with somebody that's yeah. that's pretty damn fine, like Sam Mendes. Absolutely. And, and and in fact, I know I always say this, but it is one of my favourite quotes: Lawrence Olivier, "I'm not a good enough actor, my dear, to yeah. be a small part." No, absolutely. And and each one of these very fame the very famous actors that pop up for a couple of lines deliver them.
0: Oh. Brilliant. A,
1: b- a brilliant. I mean, brilliant, every one of them, right mini-season.
0: especially Andrew Scott. I mean, we'll go into those in a yeah, minute. We'll go into I mean, next. what we're, th- we're going to endeavour to do here is a little in-, in tribute to Roger Deacon's remarkable cinematography. When he saw, when the script landed on the cinematographer's desk, he said, This is a gimmick. And then he read it and he said, It's the only way to tell the story.
1: Because of this one because shot. Of
0: the, because of this one shot. So,
1: can I just ask yeah. you something? Is this the right point to ask this? Because there's a lot like when i think for the people that have seen screenings that i've been talking mm. to at work everyone says and it's all in one shot mm. and i've mm. gone oh right all in one shot like pretending i knew what that meant mm. but but what, what what does that really mean mm. from a technical point of view because obviously it's not just one shot
0: no it's not so uh, as i said they, they'll have shot it in seven to eight minute takes I mean, there's a, let me just read you this quote from Sam Mendes. So imagine you've got a two-hour film. Yeah. Chop it down into seven or eight-minute takes. So really, it's a film that com- comprises of essentially about 18 individually shot shots. Right. Which, as a director of any capacity, is quite a phenomenal thought. Now, years and years ago, years ago when I was working at Channel One, I worked on a show which was called A Day in the Life or something. It was a documentary where we followed in real time for half an hour
1: that's right oh, I remember that an ambulance
0: driver or that something was brilliant. like that yeah, yeah. yeah and it was very hard because if you as a camera yeah. operator if you fell over walked into something or, or encountered a problem you, you'd have to go with it do you know what I mean but, but this, so Mendes says in an interview and I just want to quote him this is a one take we're doing a one take review the pressure was immense Mendes says there'd be times where you'd get seven minutes into the take and someone would trip or mud would hit the lens or an explosive device would be oh. off and you couldn't use it the acting would be wonderful, and everything else could be right, but you'd have to go straight oh back to the beginning and start God. again. And one of the major problems with that is, of course, they're all in mud, so you've got continuity issues. Continuity. The reset. I'm just
1: thinking of that not only as an actor, but also as a TV presenter mm. when you have to go again. Go again. Like, Pick up. You know, filming on location <laughs> out in Spain, you know, and every time a little yeah. eh, 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 bike goes by, you have to stop, and the mm. frustration that you feel so. With when you're when you're creating something with such intensity as mm. they are, and oh my god, the actors are brilliant. Mm. I can't even imagine how they
0: how they how they did how, how they, they carried did, do on again. No, absolutely. How long did
1: it take to film?
0: Absolutely, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't got that. Years before. it must Yet have years, taken. Exactly, but yeah. So so and and again, you know, I suppose people. It's an easy thing to see. The only other film I can think of where something similar was done was Birdman. Um, oh god, I love that, that movie. Uh, yeah, we love that film. It's a brilliant film, but again you know, the energy of the film and the director wanted to create that sense of urgency and immediacy and real-timeness. And I do think, you know, because I often, I often find it a little bit querulous, this idea of, you, I was going into this thinking, right, well, it's a single-shot film, knowing it wasn't really a single-shot, single-shot film, film. But yeah. you've kind of got to accept it as the creative decision. And I do think it's important because sometimes people say, should we know how a film's made? Shouldn't we just react to a film? And I do think it's kind of in, in instances like this, it's fascinating. It is fascinating. And, and, it, and it does make you consider, what, what is it we've got used to in filmmaking that tells I'm glad I don't know the detail of, it,
1: detail of it before seeing it. Yeah. But now having seen it, mm. I would like to know. Yeah. Because... Well, and we'll get to why how much I lo- how, why yeah. I love this film so, so much. So the but... film
0: starts brilliantly, um, and it's a very simple film. I mean, essentially, you know, the, 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 you know, Dean Charles Chapman and George McKay's characters, they're, one's a lieutenant corporal, or corporal lieutenant, whatever, I can never get the titles right. The other one seemed lesser than him, but yeah. I don't know. Just what, a corporal. Just a corporal. Um, and they're sent on a mission to send a message to uh, one of the other divisions, because essentially they're about to launch an attack, but the Germans are luring them into a bear mm, trap. Mm, mm. So they they just, think
1: they're on top, yeah. and this is it, and they're going to finish
0: off the wall. Absolutely. Basically. So, you know, a, a quintessential moment. I mean, you know, this is boys' own stuff. And so going to this film, I was a little bit concerned because I was thinking there's nothing... I have been obsessed with World War One all my life. It's been part of my... It's, it's the mainstay of what's changed most of modern history. Mm. And for me, we underplay the significance mm. to this day. And I want to be one person. It's not just about... The violence and the death, but it's the the shattering of belief, spirituality, Mm. sense, a generation, youth, innocence, all this stuff societally changed forever Mm. in this war. And I think, you know, when you come into any film that's trying to deal with it, it's very easy for it to move towards poppy fields and sort of bugle playing Mm. and all that kind of Mm. stuff. But I was really hoping for something that gave us that absolutely visceral sense and actually, not gloopy, but stiff upper lip, and yet at the same time, beneath that stiff upper lip, a sense of the kind of heartache. Vulnerability. Yeah. And we didn't. What, what people forget as well is back in this era, and this might be something that you want to talk about. Read really the script and performances. Back in this era, we didn't talk psychoanalytically. No. We didn't talk. And we emotionally. had a little bit
1: of a problem with that, didn't yes, we? At the beginning
0: yes. of the film,
1: I was like, yeah. "This is very odd." the way I, he was talking like that yeah, and yeah, he yeah. was and I just thought is this bad direction is this bad acting but then of course we realized it was just it just yeah. portrays so brilliantly yeah how people were then yeah. and how people did speak to each other and yeah there was no self-analysis and no. you just got on with it and 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 then actually it made me very grateful for the way that we speak now yeah, and yeah, the way yeah. that we've learned to, to communicate as human yeah. beings compared to them but
0: yeah but no yeah but it, it was uh, a
1: challenge to get that across without it, without it seeming that it wasn't, yeah, that it was stilted.
0: Well, and if you go back to newsreels and footage and interviews with with ordinary Joes and what have you, or, you know as close to this era as you can because there's not that much. obviously sound wasn't invented. but um <coughs> you know, on audio recordings. People talk like this.
1: Yeah.
0: People actually talked yeah. like that. There was that sort of click to come up Cockney Cot- Here we are was with the BBC Cotney. and yeah. Cockney was, yeah, like, was more like, hello corny. mate, yeah.
1: I don't know, I should have just come round the corner. Yeah, Absolutely. It, yeah. And, and so I think it was just true to life actually. And th- exactly. I and we settled into it quickly. It yeah. was just odd at the beginning, yeah. wasn't
0: it? And I think for me, I mean, this film was working quite quickly on so many different levels. So it starts with Colin Firth, just always Colin Firth has cinematic gravitas like no other. So there he was, standing there, just giving this order from his bunker, hands it to the two boys who look petrified, and in just that exchange... Oh,
1: we learned so much about the way things, things were Things
0: were exactly... done, And the futility of this and, war. And
1: we have so much choice every day. Mm. We're given multiple choices, right from what milk we're going to have in our coffee, don't we? We're mm. so used to these choices, choices, choices. And this was a film that just, just hammering home to so again. Nobody, none of them had any choice.
0: None of them had Because
1: we choice. like to think of just the colonels. We do tend to think of the colonels and captains. Um, in this war, is like the ones with all the power and, mm. and 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 the choices. But actually, I think it illustrated brilliantly that that's that they were also in a horrendous. Well,
0: and it also situation. goes back. It made me think a lot about the idea that I do believe about even the most objectionable people. That everyone is scared, and people deal with yeah. fear in very different yeah. ways. What is it? We're all silently screaming. Absolutely, and, you know, living lives of quite you know desperation and. It really made me think, especially with Benedict Cumberbatch's character, Andrew, oh. S- Andrew Scott, who's a remarkable mm-hmm. moment. Andrew Scott, the guy he finds in his bunker, and he gives him the flare gun. Oh, and he says, yeah. chuck it oh, back. Oh, a- I didn't know who he was. Yeah, Andrew yeah, Scott. from Sherlock Holmes. And you're just and thinking, Mark,
1: um, a Mark Strong.
0: <gasps> I mean,
1: I mean Mark, Mark Strong had about six lines, but what is the line what I what keep his on thinking about? performances. All night, we saw it last night, yeah, and then yeah. this morning was... Be sure there are witnesses. Some men just like the fight. I
0: don't. Oh, I've just got goosebumps. Goosebumps.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> his face. There was something about him oh, that was so real. God, God. Benedict. Cumberbatch. benedict cumberbatch
1: oh my god how many lines did he have six dicks
0: six lines mark strong had about told three
1: us, told us multiple stories absolutely. in six lines absolutely i mean every actor on the planet needs to see this film
0: yeah yeah absolutely and i thought it was brilliant that those parts were given to slightly more established actors so their seniority was established by the star system and it gave it, wasn't it? another
1: moment to the film yeah as as if as a viewer, you just got a little. There was a frisson yes. that you get when you've got a star yep. But they just had their moment and yeah, they yeah. came. It was <laughs> they did their well. It's they not a turn, turn. of no, course, because no, no, no. they were utterly brilliant. But it was just a moment, yeah. and it was. And I think throughout the film, it was so unpredictable. The film, mm. Mm. everything the thing that happened, mm. I had no, I had no idea that that was going to happen next.
0: Mm. That is the merit of single-camera camera work as um, well. Because what you realise, and this is a myth that, you know, as filmmakers, we trip into the idea of thinking all films are made in the edit. And I'm an editor by trade. Yeah. All films, many films are, are made. made in the edit. And the editing process is critically important. Right. But what I think people don't realise is that the process of editing a film immediately happens as soon as you're on set. Yeah, and as soon as you're filming you're editing and this is that's why so serve. much
1: television is so terrible now because they get a director to direct Absolutely. it and then yeah. they get yeah. an, an edit producer to edit yeah. and they don't know what, what on earth's gone on in exactly. between exactly but what
0: I mean by that is that when what's brilliant about this film there's in a weird way, there's so much editing going into this film. It's just not the cutting of film. Right. There's so much editing of story, editing of what you can oh. see using the edge of frame. And that's brought into brilliant relief with that. We're not going to give away what happens. But there's one moment of such violence in this film. Oh, my and God. And so critical to the telling of the story. that It happens off camera. And that really, for me, was one of its boldest moments. Because it said to me... It, it, it completely threw on its head all the concepts mm. of what editing and montage editing and generating of stress was, because this was the real world of essentially not being able to see quite everything yeah. and having your view limited. And all it that was so lovely
1: stuff. when we came out and you pointed that out to me, because this is, this is a non-spoiler review, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you pointed that out to me and just as, not as a filmmaker like you are, just as a, just as a, you know, cinema goer. Mm. I hadn't realised, I mean, I knew it was extraordinary something to happen, but I hadn't
0: realised. And what why? Yeah. It was
1: when you said it to me, oh but my God. But it
0: happened God, off of camera. Course. Yeah. It's so bizarre. And so only, bizarre. But if you go back to watching it, because I'm such a sort of weird person like You'll this.
1: want to see this for me No, no, time, but it, it? I,
0: it only just happens off camera. It's almost as the... cat Now, I'd be fascinated to know how many takes because on that take, on that take, you've just had a two-wing fighter plane crash into a barn. I mean, what that scene was absolutely... And that's in the trailer, that scene of the Sam aeroplane. Mendes, please,
1: please let Mark come and
0: talk to you. Oh, my God, Sam so <laughs> Mendes, let me... Just sit. He won't ask you a single no. question
1: outside of your film. No. All he wants to do is just talk to you endlessly How about you, your yeah, film,
0: achieving that 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 scene, that shot, that plane.
1: No <laughs> spoiler. We really don't want to give any. No, but spoilers that's in the trailer. No you see the plane to, in the trailer. Yeah, because there's no need to give no. a spoiler
0: for this film. Now it's funny because when we came out, you and you knew we were going to review it. You're saying I don't really know what to say about it because it's quite. And I know what you mean. Well, because
1: I was immersed. Yes. and I. I mean, I love immersive theatre. I love immersive art, mm. but I I don't think I've ever been in an immersive film. And I think that must be the one shot thing. Mm. I was right there. It was mm. just it was just a feeling. I mean, I I there's one point where I was crying in my eyes. It was just, but I wasn't necessarily mm. sad. I was just so wow. Have a go again. It was, the, was
0: one, one of the most so emotional moved. shots. It was, I was so just moving so towards moved. the end
1: by what we are as human beings and we're Mm. so far removed from what the the well of capability that we have. Mm. I mean, I will say 10 times a day, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's just the choice to say we can't. Mm. And yeah. And so I was just so in the film. It's very rare that I quite Mm. in the cinema.
0: Um, and I think that's this film's crowning triumph, though, is that someone like you, because I would one traditionally, and this is generally sexist, but it's quite true. My granddad and I would talk about Spitfires yeah, all the I don't time. Want to talk about spitfires. No, 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 exactly. And so, the, the well, notion, bit the we notion, well, exactly. I'd have Saturday thought the notion of like, a war movie uh, is like well, that's kind of a bit boy lights, zone yeah. Christmas tree lights are up. Got brandy in, yeah. I've got Bailey's in the fridge. The yeah. telly's on. do i really want to
1: go and watch yeah. a film about World War One. Oh my
0: God! Thank God I went. Absolutely, because because the fear is that it is going to be boy zone and Boyzone is in itself not exactly everything I ever get from War. Movie. I'm not a big War movie fan. I like the emotional component films like Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket you know, incredibly complicated, you know, the the suicide scene in that film. And it's just like, so heartbreaking. And, uh, you know, Saving Private Ryan, for example. And, you know, so you think of these films, but there's never been a film like, Dunkirk is another, I think, a brilliant film that's kind of almost a symphonic movie done in one continuous take of music, in a a great movie,
1: but it doesn't touch. Doesn't 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 touch touch you in the way that this Doesn't touch it. No, I've never seen, Mm. I've never seen anything quite like it. I I mean, I, I do feel that I have to say to people, that it is gruesome. Oh,
0: it's visceral. It's visceral in its horror. Like, I mean, there I've are scenes seen... of moving through no man's land. Where? What about the particular moment where he has a saw in his hand and he reaches to the side?
1: Mm. I don't honestly don't give the spoiler of it because it's again, it's such a dramatic moment. It's like being in the theatre. I love, I love, um, you know, fringe theatre, very small theatres where mm. you write in it and you can almost smell the actors. Mm. And that's what this felt like. Mm. Oh, my God, the horror. We <gasps> the were ho- well, gasping. Well, we were hanging on to each other, but yes. then there is relief. It's not relentless
0: horror. It's not relentless, but at the same time, that's the, that is the component is of weird. our understandings of World War One that we have totally lost. And unless you've studied it as a historian, you will not know how horrific No Man's Land was. The rats in this, the, the decomposition the the everyday ordinary distribution of bodies and body parts German and English the inability to distinguish between sides. What's
1: the big American movie that was massive with the I love the smell of napalm in the morning
0: Apocalypse Now
1: Apocalypse mm. Now it it had that it had at points it had the similar effect on me right. that Apocalypse Now did yeah, and I was I so shocked mean, yeah. by that I saw yeah. that as a as a teenager, teenager. Um, But yeah, like but it's the, the sheer casual, brutality and the it's the casual, casual, casual that's
0: it okay. cursory There's a cursory extraordinary violence this film puts you almost in the POV of a World War I veteran and you begin to comprehend what shell shock was you know we all hear the phrase yeah. oh he's shell shocked oh, think about what God. that term actually means shocked into madness deafness madness. and inability to function by the, the sound of the shells um so there was all of that, and I thought that was done, that was dealt with brilliantly. But I also found it incredibly poetic. It reminded me mm. of the poems of Wilfred Owen. Music. And I'm not wishing to get wanky, but that idea, the music was absolutely sensational, um, and the way we moved through scenes in real time. I'm left with images of like that burning cathedral and the burning I know, church, and the I know. and that moment and of the s-
1: light, the way the way the that, way that that deserted with, town. Yes, when was the German sniper
0: lit. and he was being lit and being lit like with it was the flares.
1: So I will, yeah. show going and I on. love the way they didn't. It so, ex- disorientated uh, you. The totally whole disorientated time. you. It's like, oh god, yeah. what am I feeling now? Where am I going now? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And so you have that visual poetry again. Roger Deakins, Sam is absolutely stunningly beautiful. So obviously, have used some sets, I guess, and some green screen. But how you've, how they've done this, I don't. But, but god, what really it know. did
1: was, it did it sort of almost like, am I in a nightmare? Am I in a yeah. dream? Is this really happening? Yes. Those moments were
0: Well it requ- well, you
1: know what you do not have a single second of boredom not at all or distraction not at all you don't start thinking about your shopping list no. you don't think about whether the kids are in or whatever yeah. you are in it
0: yeah and it's like and and, and going into it knowing you, you thinking it's a one single shot, something in your You're head says I'm going to be f- a bit, a little bit bored. Yeah, this is going to be a bit boring, yeah, it's
1: but I'm gonna be, it's going to be good, it's, it's like going to re- educate me, I'm going to have seen it because everyone's going to see this film yeah. and it's going to win Oscars and everything, but oh my God, no, it's like, whoa!
0: It's like as a culture, we're addicted <laughs> to you, editing. I mean, there's a, mass- <laughs> there's a massively theoretical academic analysis to be done on how this film is one of the most edited films without any edits in it. Mm. It really is. If you think about the decisions... The performances the shots it gave you a pov sense we've been in trenches we've been in those test trenches that the british army did when we went camping once and the the sheer physicality of of height oh. that you had to go to so the oppression oh. of not being able to see this. So you had that restricted view you really when you got a vista it was remarkable poetic moments like them walking through the cherry trees orchard where they the germans had cut the cherry trees to prevent them from eating the cherries i mean just you yeah, know, little details that really give it light and shade, I thought. And that was probably another fragment from his father, grandfather, yes. yeah, yeah, that will yeah. have happened somewhere else. But why, yeah, yeah. Not? why not incorporate why it into the in story? Because it is
1: believable. Yeah, it's totally
0: believable. Totally believable. Um, it, ugh, it's just on so many levels. And for me, it just did that thing. It did that thing of putting you... I mean, interestingly, Sam Mendes has said in an interview that he was standing watching uh, his children play the ps4 'em up red dead redemption film you know the ones where you've got a gun and you're walking through it and he said there's something so addictive i was watching my children play that and he said i wanted to recreate that so what i love about mendes and directing and filmmaking is something as mainstream and pulpy as ps4 red dead redemption informs such a nuanced approach to filmmaking, because a lot of this film you are actually behind the a lot walking. of the
1: film you are like crouched with mm. them as they're walking along with their guns, and yeah. it does feel a bit like a. I mean, yeah. But they're just so vulnerable. They're so just vulnerable. they're just like pieces of dust. That's yeah. how power, empowered they are with this gun. Yeah, yeah. And yet all they've got is less like. Is it even, I mean, what is even bravery? Bravery is like no choice, isn't it? It's just, I mean, it's a story of extraordinary bravery, but there's also no choice.
0: But also the fact that you get to the end of this, and we won't give away what happens, you get to the end of this and you think, hang on a minute, that was just two hours in their tour of duty.
1: Yeah.
0: And and what's clever about it being called 1917 is you know there's another year of the war to go, so none of them may have made it.
1: Well, the brilliant, brilliant line again. we really? We do usually do spoiler reviews. I don't think it's necessary with this film. No. But again, but but, but watch out for the Benedict Cumberpatch um, message. Cucumber Which is, Patch. Which is really
0: yeah.
1: very very powerful, isn't oh, it? Very incredibly powerful. powerful. Yeah,
0: incredibly powerful. Oh my God, Strong. it was.
1: It's not often that you say something was a privilege to see mm. in the cinema. You do. We say that a lot more with the theatre, mm. but. I feel well, very privileged to watch that film. I think it's a, a a work of art. I think it's a. I hate it with an important. It's a really important film. Oh, every, every child, everybody should, has to see it. Every child above the, the age schools. of
0: thirteen should see it. I mean, it's yeah, quite it's gruesome in parts. I mean, brutal. there's that scene in the river and and the, the, you know you but, go and from in a way.
1: In, kids of that age are quite removed from it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it really shows you an unflinching close up the uh, the reality, the sort of physical body reality of it, and the disregard for body.
1: But but didn't you find Mark? Through the film, one also got desensitised to the bodies. Yeah,
0: it's terrible. Yeah, no, just, that's just true. Just him
1: watching a film for two true. hours? He
0: scrambles across their own British bodies at one point, and one of his um, colleagues says, mind it, watch it, you, you're stepping through things there, and you're just like...
1: And then, and then the other guy yeah. just did it straight after him, because what choice have you got? What
0: choice have you got? Okay, well, let's sum up and score this, oh, this film. Oh, Go on, Ad, you start. Well.
1: <laughs> Again, I, find, I, I actually find it a very difficult film to review because it's the feeling, the enormous feeling that I have. It's had a huge impact on me. I, I went to bed thinking about it That's last night. I'll be thinking about it for days. Mm. It's just astonishing. The story is just. And I love that it, like you said, that it's fragments of. The story. And this is why it's so important that we listen to, to our, our elderly. People don't yeah. listen. People don't want to talk to old no, people. No. And all those fragments of stories and the way they've come down to Sam, and then mm. he's put all his creativity. I, I mean, I, I can you imagine how his grandfather oh. would have felt? And I don't know. He might not have been able
0: to watch it. It's yeah. probably so so vis- so real. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an incredible piece of work, and. I don't really know what I was expecting, but as I said, I, I was feeling a bit apprehensive mm. about it, and mm. I feel a bit ashamed about that because mm. it's like, mm, could this story be a bit dry? Could it be a bit? Yes. I mean, this is this is the reality. This yes. is what is yes. poor souls. And I think it's a really important point that you made there that I hadn't thought of. It's just two hours <laughs> in their time in, their in, time this, in war. this war, and then he had to go on the next day and get his head patched up and yeah. do whatever, and get on with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Utterly brilliant. Every single person has Mm. to go and see it. But you do have to have a bit of a strong stomach. Yeah, you that. And Mm. guess what I'm going to... Guess what I'm going to give it?
0: One. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I want to see it again. Yeah. I would see it again with the girls. Mm. Definitely.
0: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm... You know, I'm a film fan. I'm a Sam Mendes fan. I love anything that's sort of virtuoso when it comes to camera work or anything technically. I'm not interested in it for its own sake, though. I'm not interested in anything technically gimmicky, like Roger Deacon said when he saw the script. Is this a gimmick? This was an absolutely crowning achievement by one of our greatest directors. This, you know, if you want to think that Sam Mendes is more of a theatrical director or, or, or whatever, you know, this is cinema at its greatest. This is, yeah. you know this one shot tour de force through a sort of poetic landscape of the highs and lows of two ordinary boys, no older than our nephew, you know, uh, Finlay, having to work their way through this this literally minefield no man's land you know all of the degradation of personality of emotion all their references back to home their sense of longing all these hopes these dreams it just it so in that sense it was, it was, incri- human, wasn't it was it? so
1: human it was so just,
0: human oh, and, and, what it is
1: to be a human
0: and what. and weirdly so ordinary and uh, in, in, uh. they were ordinary they Cut were Labelles. ordinary in their ambitions, exactly. But what was happening around them was just extraordinarily horrific. Evil. Evil. Um, I can't I think fault it. A,
1: when you lent over to me and said, oh, that's the same age as Finlay, that's my nephew. Mm. Think of somebody that you know of yeah. that age now yeah. as you watch probably this younger, film.
0: Probably younger, probably younger, a year or two younger. Wow. Um, and having studied this, the, the period, it, it was so refreshing mm. to see a film that didn't go for any of the kind of obvious emotional tropes. Mm didn't try and tug at her heartstrings, just let yeah. it do the walking, literally, and the talking. Not a lot, but some. Yeah. I thought the supporting cast were beautifully handled. It wasn't like, here comes the next famous person. It was just... That, and what I liked about the casting, and I hope this was maybe in the decision-making, the seniority of the actor's profiles helped with the seniority of their rank in the army.
1: Yeah, that's true. And so
0: Mark yeah. Strong brought thought... a bit of Mark Strong to it. And so yeah. um, maybe that was why he felt so authentic. Colin Firth, a bit of... Colin. Benedict, yeah, they were all real to who they were. Andrew Scott too. And so that gave almost... It was like two younger actors looking at older actors who would be giving the... And they would be like, fucking hell, I've got to go over the top and perform <laughs> this bloody film. Um, I just thought I just thought it was amazing. I cried and I'm so pleased. This is my major thing. I'm so pleased that you a woman who would not normally go and see something like this on paper saw it and was as moved as you were. So I would I would yeah. urge all women to go with anyone who yeah. will take them or on their own to go and see this yeah. because it's it's not just a war movie.
1: And it will be days of processing it, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, totally. It's one of those films that will sit with you and you, you really need to mm. just take it in and just mm. really think about it. I think... Yeah, it, it what it is to be human. Mm, we have totally. got no idea we are not we are not tapping our reserves. No, no. Thank God we don't need to tap them that deeply but my god. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So 10 out of 10 from me too. I can to
1: see it a girl's to 10 see out it
0: of 10. too. Yeah, really.